0: Camera retrospective through the ones of decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Chris. And I'm dumber than Evan. <laughs> <laughs> yep, because um I'm Fletcher. Hello. This week we watched uh, the Kiva movie.
1: <sighs> yeah, uh e- Evan was done with Kiva. He said he didn't want to watch any more Kiva. I can't really blame him, and also that might have been the correct <laughs> decision. He was the smartest <laughs> of all four of us.
0: Yeah, um, so we watched the Kiva movie, which is called *Common Rider Kiva*, King of the Castle in the Demon World,
1: and like, it's it's just more Kiva. It's it's just it's just more Kiva. It's
0: it's pretty much just like if there was more Kiva episodes in the middle when Kiva was at its worst.
1: <laughs> I think of it as Turbo Kiva because each act has its own problems like this is basically three episodes glued together yeah yeah and it's like it doesn't make any sense characters actions aren't motivated by anything people randomly appear and disappear for no reason uh they're cool new designs though so you know yeah designs are definitely the strongest part of kiva and this movie is no exception
2: yeah (laughs) yeah
0: designs were solid like the budget helped it out the effects look better
1: the soma cruise common rider <laughs> yeah there's yeah. there's other belmont organizations that uh I was just like oh, okay oh
0: oh i got i got to get out my Battle network joke while while it's relevant um cuz they were only one letter off from just being the www from battle network
1: Carrot, I, I want you to know that if you wanted to make a relevant Battle Network joke, you are about a decade too late.
0: It's coming back. It is coming back, actually.
1: <laughs> I'm actually ahead of the curve right now. They've all but said, "Hey, the next thing we're doing is a Battle Network collection." Oh, uh, that's cool. I started playing uh, Zero, the Zero Collection, the other day, and like I ran up against a boss that just destroyed. Me. Welcome that to sounds Zero. Like Zero. Yeah, I I had not like I when I played through all the X games again, I was like, "Well, that was pretty tough, but I managed to do it." Let's give those Zero games a shot. Holy shit. Zero is like if Mega Man X and Devil May Cry had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's valid That game is not it is not fucking around and uh holy shit. The only thing that's kept me from buying that collection is I wish they had done anything about the screen resolution. It's so bad. It is a little bit weird to see something from the Game Boy Advance blown up to that big. But, you know, what what's you going to do? If you could have just blown it up to DS sizes, that would have been lovely. Just a little more so I could see where platforms are. <laughs> also, they, they give you a ton of like little uh, abilities and then say, but if you use them, you kill these adorable cyber elves. I'm like, well, I'm not going to use them then. Look. They want to give their lives for you, Chris. Let them do their job. That's, it just, it just feels bad. Mm. It's like in, if in Zelda, every time, you, uh, every time you had to use a fairy to restore health, you like pulled it out and crushed it in your hand. You know that's explicitly canon, right? They're consuming their life force to heal you. That's why they disappear in a puff of smoke. Uh, no, I didn't know that, actually, when when they established that. Now you get to feel bad for every time you did that. (sighs) Yeah. now I'm not gonna use fairies in Zelda, either. Yeah, there's a reason they have potions, if you want to be ethical. (laughs) So anyway, Kiva... Yeah, you can tell how much we love this movie. (laughs) It's pretty forgettable, honestly, like, yeah... After we talk about this, I am probably not going to remember what happened in it. Nothing. I think it's safe to say that I'm gonna be the only one who watches the sequel to this. I'll watch the sequel, but I also kinda of wanna watch the sequel, just especially since you said it's a series of webisodes, so I kinda of wonder what that does to a format of a common writer show.
0: Some of like the net movie stuff is cool. Like remember that time? In the Oznet movie where where Best Girl became birth,
1: that was cool. Remember when Shizuka became the queen of these fucking mummies? Wait, Shizuka as in Nataru's no. yes. like no. mom character? Yeah. No. I mean not his actual mom, his like surrogate teen mom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that movie. Well, that's that series. <laughs> Why Kiva? Why? <laughs> uh, I totally thought that the uh, the lady in this movie who plays the violin. I totally thought she was Yuzuka for a little bit there. Because I'm I'm bad at faces.
0: It's true. For a moment, I'm like I'm like, are we going back to like the the violinist arc? Nope. No. Totally
1: different violin. Thing. Everyone hates violins in this movie. Yeah, th- well that was the same thing that happened at the previous time there was a character with Pile in I know but this time Inoue wrote it
2: oh, didn't Inoue yeah.
1: wrote it the first time? yeah I was screwing around so I I just want to throw out the monkey's paw now how wild is it going to be when Common Rider Saber is when Inoue returns to the franchise for the Rewa era honestly That's, is, that, honestly, the, is that the show after Zero One? I'm yeah. fucking down we only know Let's the Let's do it. Well, he's had another decade's worth of practice, so hopefully his... Uh... Maybe he's just, like, looped back around to, like, Fai's writing. Alternatively, we'll just let his daughter do it. She was writing the light novels. Huh, that's interesting. Are those any good? I have no idea. My Japanese is not fluent enough.
0: I, I heard, like, the fucking, like, Fai's novels go places.
1: I know they exist. I know his kid writes them.
0: It's actually kind of sweet.
1: Third generation. Um. Remember, he's a uh, nepotism hire. Uh, Was he related to Ishinomori? (laughs) Uh, His father. His father was one of the guys who was writing from day one. Okay, I gotcha. Huh. New generation led to new writing staff. I would say Japan is a little bit more comfortable with the whole, like, family business legacy thing, but that's a lie. We actually do that here a lot, and we just don't talk about it. We should probably start, uh, because, you know, within about two minutes, Megumi has already gotten rocked, (laughs) thrown to the ground, and Nago refers to her as useless as his entrance to the movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm like, like, oh, this is Yeah, Nago's character has regressed from when I stopped hating him toward the end of the show. So, yeah, to put this into perspective, this took place, well, took place, this aired between weeks 35 and 36. Okay. So he uh. hadn't gotten there yet. Yeah, and Kengo is still in his, like, rot guy form. Yeah, so that's pre... Rock is in the music, not as in the mineral. Yes.
0: We're Well, yeah, we're, because we're pre-Wataru Castle Door thing, which didn't happen... For, or no, that was Nago the first time, huh?
1: Isn't this great? They... We're trying to make any sense out of it. This is explicitly non-canon, and nothing makes any sense with the show. So expect yeah. us to yeah, have yeah. a couple of these moments. Okay. Uh, actually, I what's the what animal is this first Fangire that shows up? It it looks like it's got a bunch of like water balloons. I think it's made an of... ant lion. Is what it's referred to as. Antlion.
0: antlion is listed on the wiki, so I'm willing to say that you're right.
1: Okay, uh, I'm going to be a little bit ignorant and just be okay with that for a minute. Is an antlion a real animal? Yes. Because I only know of them as the weird Final Fantasy monsters. Yes, they are yeah, right. those are based on a creature in real life. Okay, okay. So, uh, presumably this does look like one of those then, and yeah, I just yeah. have never seen one. That's what the fangs <laughs> closing in on them are like about, yeah. Okay, You can also see. I do like a lot of Hitch- the Fangire designs later in the movie. Uh, the first one's a little forgettable, but a lot of the rest are really good. I I like horse the horse face Fangire is such a wild thing. I the horse yeah. one's my favorite. The, the <laughs> horse one's really good. The, the horse head one's really rolling. good.
0: I I feel like it's maybe like one of just like the best suits they built too, because it just like looks like new and fresh and.
1: And the faces horses are scary. So, like, it just animated. looks like a horse. Why? And... <laughs> I'm in jail. You'll sure up uh, the chair apparent, for this. Well, he apparently was apparently mummy is a type of animal too. <sighs> horses are the most cop-like animal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make me a better pitch. Yeah. Come on. I can't. <laughs> Maybe a goat. Mm. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Ants can't think for themselves, and they're only cogs in a machine that is designed to consume, so. Are you saying there's a queen cop Uh. Believable? But no. Okay. At least not that I'm aware of. Mm hmm. So, uh, yeah, so after... this movie, after everyone gets rocked by a mummy. Uh, yeah, we we begin with a JoJo's reference. This is definitely a JoJo's reference. Like, I might entertain an argument that it's not, but it really, really seems like a huge riff on the intro to Battle Tendency. I can see it, but also it doesn't feel on the nose enough. Like, the Snake Lady doesn't play into that. None of the rest of the species plays into that right just the there well there's a there's a mummy guy who is a stronger version of the Fangires, and he's like in a big stone pillar in a museum at the beginning of the episode and gets woken up by like someone being near enough to the thing to get eaten yeah you shouldn't be eaten next to stone if you have <laughs> to die bleed away from the walls
0: right yeah right. you can don't let your blood touch anything.
1: And he is a, a, what, a Legendora? Was that what they're called? Legendora.
0: Yeah, they're fangire, but stronger. Yeah. Oh, they're, I'm sorry, they're the Legendorga. Same
1: the... I had to remember why I wrote one of their names as Legendorgy. They're just like the Pillarmen from JoJo's. They're vampires, but stronger. But there's really only two of them until the end. Right. It's a mummy and a Medusa with ambul- uh semi-dolcine snake hair yeah <laughs> she, she likes stealing Ixa's gun is the implication that the moon is also a legend orga because they just draw Some their stuff power from there. it because it grows an eye sometimes whenever they need to do things <gasps> these guys are very poorly explained they really are I was wondering if this was one of the, like, uh, Gurren Lagann type things where, like, the implication is that the moon was, like, placed there in the distant past as, 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 like, part of a supernatural conflict or something. No, just sometimes the moon blinks and then bad things happen. I think Chris also
0: just explained the plot of Super Robot Wars
1: Alpha Gaiden. (laughs) (laughs) I have not played that one, so...
0: (laughs) You know, I, I think that's a thing with. uh... It was most directly related to I think Turn A. But there's oh yeah
1: Turn Turn A does have like a lot of moon theming going on. There's I like, only watched the first two the episodes moon
0: people though. and like the Earth people
1: and stuff. Right, right. I need to go back and finish that one sometime. It's good. Highly recommend. I'm sure it is. We're just still not through Double Z yet. Ah then I won't tell you what comes after.
0: You need to just believe in the sign of Zeta more.
1: Double Z is a hard tonal shift if you end on Zeta. And good news, right after that you get Char's counterattack. Yeah, that's the one that I've always been building towards, because it's like always cited as one of the best animated movies ever made, really. If you'd like to die, they're re-airing that in theaters uh, sometime this month. Yeah, but I don't want to <sighs> die. Really? They are. That sucks. Yeah. I, I don't want to go to a theater and get COVID. Yeah, maybe, I'll loan but... you my Blu-ray. <laughs> it's probably safer. <laughs> probably. I'm really glad that they delayed the premiere of the La- Last Fate Heavensfield movie so that we can actually go see that after it's uh, we're done being dying from COVID. So I already died once. I can't die again. I'm sorry, I'm being handed a note. Apparently I can die again. <laughs> What killed you the first time? Oh, I already had it, but you you don't keep antibodies that long with this thing. Oh, shit, yeah. About I heard two it to was, three months. I heard it had mutated recently, actually. Fletch, you didn't tell me that you caught it. Like, that's fucked up, man. Yeah, in February. I didn't know. If you th- noticed, th- I sounded really bad on a couple of uh, fillers, that's why. Ah, uh, okay. I think I did notice your voice and messed up a few times but. yeah i straight up uh had about a month of recovery before i could read again it was fun well hey that's better than from what a lot of people from what i've heard so congratulations yeah been great hopefully no lasting effects or anything i am pro fletch not being dead same speaking of not dying let's go to high school because now wataru has to learn how. why
0: to why is this a thing
1: <laughs> he's gonna be in high school in this one movie They literally never bring this up in the entire show. I just love that they explicitly say social services says you need to go to school. (laughs) Right, right. Like, a social worker came by and was like, Hey, man, uh, (laughs) you should be in school.
0: Oh, yeah. So I guess, like, go through the beginning again real quick. There were some pillars. Megumi got beat up. Naga was an asshole. And then new, stronger fanguyer beat him up and then ran away.
1: Yeah, we didn't really describe this mummy guy very much, but uh, he's super cool looking. Like his uh, his eyes and mouth are sewed shut, and he like shoots masks uh out of his body that have the same like sewn shut thing on it. Uh, that and it like covers people's faces and eats them. And he's got like like dead roses uh decorating his uh his body. It's pretty awesome looking, honestly. It's a good suit, but I got very sick of the fact that every single. Zombie he creates in the film uses his weird whipping bandage attack i got real sick yeah of that whipping bandage well the, the snake uses it too so. yeah so i'm like oh the legend orga are just like uh space mummies fangires plus whippy cg they're just space mummies this whole uh, film
0: remember the plant one though the plant one's my
1: favorite. The plant one is super awesome and different, and it only, only appears in scenes. like two scenes. <laughs> yeah, these two are the only ones who make it to end game. There are about four of them in the movie, yeah, and then two right. get chumped.
0: Yeah, and and plant one is one of the ones that gets chumped. It gets chumped by the toy that no one ever uses, <laughs> because there's a fucking boron booster, and it was like they were probably just like, anyway, you got to sell the toy. He's like, alright, I'll put it in this
1: movie. This reminds me so much of the first time I watched Endless Waltz and was like, wait a minute, uh, why do all the machines look different? I'm so sick of Endless Waltz <laughs> getting all the new kits. Please. I totally please, did just for the Premium Bandai. <laughs> I just Premium Bandai ordered all the Endless Waltz Grade kits because I love those designs. I, <laughs> I get people love them, but oh my god, please, my family is dying. Stop. <laughs> I mean like I ordered a G- I ordered a GM Sniper too.
0: I ordered the ball polypod. <laughs> the GM Sniper is probably one of my favorite GM units
1: ever. The yeah, I I play it a lot in Battle Operation and it's super fun in that one. Really Did you know you there's more a battle master operation grade ball. kits? I own the Master Grade Ball too. I didn't know they made a Master Grade Ball. The, it's awesome. one of the cheapest Master Grade kits. it's I wonder a ball. why. <laughs> it's a ball with an internal skeleton. <laughs> i just but, need okay. to
0: put together some of my kits before i buy more kits he said as he have, bought more kits this weekend
1: have you done any of them since the last time we talked about this a year ago uh nope oh i
0: don't okay. know did you did you see those two pieces of that gm i was building i did not okay i i've i've made two pieces
1: a year ago, when we were at ASIN, you went to that one. Uh, the the oh, I the did, kit building I did build, booth. build that too. I, I did build that one. <laughs> so it got you to move forward in the hobby a little bit. So I'm I'm glad for that.
0: No, I actually had those pieces done before that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Garrett trying to be nice here. I've been building the double S- kits. Sanding's
0: hard, guys. Like, and then it looks bad, and then it's like, well, now I have to paint it. I'm like, but I don't know how to paint.
1: You don't have to do sanding or painting, but those parts are unnecessary. Yeah, if it's hobby grade or under, you don't have to paint it. But nubs! <laughs> that's, what a, that's what a tiny file is for.
0: I, I know, I did it wrong, and now it looks bad.
1: Then you file the rest of it, and it's battle damage. <laughs> Take a chunk off its foot. Anyway, I brought up endless Waltz just because, like, stuff randomly shows up and act like it, and they act like it was always like that and don't offer any explanation. Yeah, there's two they new do... common riders in this movie who die <laughs> by the end. I know it's wild. Yeah, there's there's like some wasted designs in this movie, and I love that you will constantly see those guys show up in multiple other seasons with no explanation, just because we have the suits. Alright, you, you didn't even know that Ark came up in the uh, Dion movie until I said so. I didn't know Ark ever came back. I found Ray was in a bunch of them because I recognized that Soma Cruz ass suit. Is is Ark the guy who's the twice as tall yeah, common rider? Yes, he's the giant rider. But like, <laughs> yeah. this movie has I, a giant rider.
0: But like, he's not like full giant because he's not, um, Jay.
1: Jay's the big one, right? He, he's not like, a, okay, at the end of the movie, Wataru and his flight his Emperor flight form combines with Castle Doran and turns into a giant Emperor Kiva. He's not that big. That's true. He's just twice as big as a regular guy. He's like, yeah, he's like gigantic size. It's very dumb. <laughs> I don't think it's, there's another word for it. Yeah. I honestly do kind of love that when he head though, he f- floats up into the air first. I also love that's that. That's the only cool thing about. At is. no point do they ever display that guy as regular guy sized. Even in ghost form, he's huge. Yeah. He has to crawl out of a coffin. In ghost form, you just like assume
0: it's just like portraying the image so you can see it better or something. But nope, that's just how
1: he is. The other guy. Isn't this a recolor of a design they used for like a spider Fangire? I could have sworn we saw this one before. Right. Ray? Right? Yeah, yeah the 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 white the white one the the other guy the one the guy with the new cavat that they make no attempt to explain. Who's Norio Wakamoto? Oh, holy shit! Yeah, I did not even notice that. Yeah, his bat is Norio Wakamoto. <laughs> <laughs> Just for like four lines. <gasps> that sounds like a
0: thing that they do. It that was. Guy, he I turns checked. Into
1: a, what do they call the common Rider that he turns into? Common Rider Rey. Ray, okay. But yeah, and Rey is. it looks a lot like a... I, I feel like it looks a lot like a Spider Fang guy or we already saw. It's a distinct suit. Yeah. Maybe it's just me, but it just, it just felt like we'd already seen something that looks similar to this.
0: It's gonna look real similar when we see fucking, um, what's his name in, uh,
1: in Ryuki. Cause like, <laughs>
0: big claws are gonna be a thing.
1: <laughs> oh, they're people with big dragon claws I yeah. think there's actually two Yeah, there's a few Th- There's just a bunch of shit in this movie That never comes up again So, I'm gonna just rush us through The opening chapters of this Until things actually start happening Do it. Stop me if we need to So, Wataru's in high school There's a quick routine of all the clubs Trying to recruit him Then we cut back to the cafe but He's where bad the- at everything, don't forget yeah, that yeah. part terrible. He cannot do soccer or chess so no one wants him. Uh, He hears someone play a violin in an empty room and he goes, oh, we should do a violin club. And she goes, no, I hate violins. In the middle of this, (gasps) Megumi has a breakdown and starts screaming at the cafe's owner because he calls his broken stove useless. And she's like, what are you calling useless? (laughs) It's wild. Uh, Sugimura, who is a mass murderer of some kind, has survived an execution and has a demon shadow, which accidentally blows up a bunch of cops and he escapes jail. I was not clear if that was a reference to the characters in Baki who are also like condemned murderers who survived execution. No, they literally tried to execute this guy. He fakes death in the chair and then that's when he breaks out because he's like, ha ha, not dead. No, right, right. That, that is also a plot point in Baku. Oh, really? Okay. Straight on. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't look up whether that was, uh, that, that, those chapters of the manga came out before this or not, but, uh, it is just a weird bit of synchronicity. Either way. Uh, Nago is sent to capture him because they're like, hey, this guy hasn't looked different for 20 years. He might be a fan-guyer?
0: Okay, so, when that happened, I'm like, hey, what about fucking a Toya in real life who doesn't age? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, half the
1: actors in this show.
0: I'm like, that. that's not unique, guys. Well, everyone's so the like... The other
1: day I found out that the guy who does a Toya also vo- voices Joseph in um, Season 3 of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Nice. Yeah, he apparently does a lot of stuff. He seems like he's very... he does a lot of acting still. He also gets...
0: I guess, like, I, I finally now understand the the helmetless Exo figure arts now that I've watched this movie
1: Yes, yeah, this... that was so weird because his head yeah, is lady... badly CG'd over the suit actor Was it? I thought, he was... I thought it was just him No, I he's in the suit I actually
0: stuff. saw something on Reddit today where they were talking about that
1: Really? Because he looks super green screened in a few Yo, shots No, he actually did that Okay, then I don't know what effects work they did because his head looked jarring It's pretty unusual, I think, to see like like, suits like big on him. Maybe, yeah, he—that makes sense. I I just kept looking at that, being like, "Ooh, this is the worst looking effect in this film." (laughs) No,
0: it's him because there was a thing where, like, the other suit actor was like, "I'll follow your pace when." When you run with the explosions, and then the, and then afterwards, and he's like, "Why would you run so fast?"
1: And he's like, <laughs> "Fucking explosions!" <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I, I was thinking about that too. I was like, "This is the only time I feel." I mean, out of the common writer I've watched, there's only been one or two other scenes where they have the the character actor in a suit. That is like very rarely ever happened. Yeah, I thought that was green screen. I will take your word because I did not realize that. No, yeah, I'll
0: I'll go find it. What the hell?
1: Anyhow, uh, Nago is sent to capture the mass murderer. Nago fails to capture the mass murderer because he is the world's worst bounty hunter. And then the chase ends up in the school where Wataru stops it all with a fire extinguisher and they get the guy arrested.
0: Oh, yeah, and, like, Nago, he, like, he throws his buttons... I did actually laugh at that. That was really good as a distraction. And then then it didn't work because Nago...
1: But it was a very funny move. It's like, what, you little shit? (laughs) That was something. And as Nago and the cops drive this guy away, that is when Snake Lady appears in the film, and she actually gets the best murders in the film. Her hair turns into twin snake whips that bite the head off a cop each. Into it. Yeah, she's kind of awesome. And then Kiva shows up. The mummy recognizes him because, of course, we need to tie in the title character somehow. As usual. It was past Kiva. We've never... So, we've never actually f- seen
0: or heard anything about past, past Kiva. Yeah. We know about, like, past Dark Kiva.
1: They've mentioned him a few times, yeah. But who is past Kiva? Oh, there were just some old Kivas. Think of it as Yeah, they being... bring up that the, the Kiva power is passed down just like the other Checkmate 4 powers are, but... Um, Remember yeah, how in Kuga, the only details they Kuga sealed away all of the villains, and everyone was just like, Kuga! It, this is that, but shitty. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be like, no, it's like, no, that, that made sense in Kuga, though. Like, that, that was a thing. Um... Because Nago excels at putting down women, he takes the snake, Kiva takes the mummy, then the mummy wins. Yeah, they get beat up a lot. <laughs> and at this point, Common Rider Ray and Norio Wakamoto the Bat show up. So, he comes from a new organization we've never heard of before that beats the shit out of our heroes. And Nago was there once and he bombed out in training, so he came to Blue Sky.
0: <laughs> like, I feel like I should be more into that, like, Naga was too bad to be in this other organization. I really thought that was going to be your jam.
1: But... Nah, I just... Don't... They give so few details on this other organization or how it's different from the Azor organization that it's just barely even feels like a thing. It's, yeah. it's actually got what I think is the single stupidest part of this movie. Where, like, he
0: baptized himself into serving the the superfan guyers so he could be a Kamen Rider?
1: Yeah, let's just get to this now. At first, he saves our heroes, but he's working for the mummy because this other team developed a suit, the common Rider Rey suit, that was so powerful, no human could survive using it. So this fucking brain genius doesn't think, well, clearly <laughs> we need to make it in a way that humans can tolerate it, he thinks, No, I'll swear my allegiance to the mummy so I'm not human, and then I'll be able to wield this power. You <laughs> know, that checks out. That whole organization's pinnacle was developing a suit that killed everyone, and then someone went, But if I use the power of evil <laughs> Why are you here then? Why are you I mean the like, they did something similar with Ixa, where they're like, well, this will kill you, but go ahead and use it, that's well, fine. Well, it that was will kill you. only in the you. past, though. But they also went, we need to design a better version of this. Yeah, in the interceding 20 years, they actually, like, fixed it. Yeah, this is like, if you made one of those, and then said, alright, now stab the orphan before you get in the robot, because this is powered by blood. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Anyway, we also discover that Sugimura nearly broke out of prison before, conveniently in the eighties, conveniently involving a violinist. However, instead of breaking out, he discovered legendary ruins under the prison.
0: Man, I can't <laughs> wait till we get there to talk about these ruins.
1: Yeah, uh, and by legendary ruins, they mean one room. Yeah, they make it sound way co- Like, I expected it was he then, tunneled out and found yeah, something. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like the city of Atlantis or something. No, under it's just prison. fucking
0: adjacent to one of the jail
1: cells. Yeah, there's a hole in the wall and a coffin inside. How did you not discover <laughs> this during construction? <sighs> it's so wild. <laughs> this, is, this movie is dumber than
0: a dog. <laughs> Honestly, it, it honestly that's fun. probably one of my favorite parts. It's just, like, the ruins are just there.
1: Uh, I mean, it, it, it is also weird because it's... Okay, Um, after the plot progresses a bit more, Otoya and Wataru get thrown in jail together. They coincidentally get thrown in that same prison for no reason. Well,
0: it is the local prison. The, yeah, but, like... Okay, this local prison had, like, Japanese police officers with, like, AK-47. Not AK. Like, just, like,
1: AR-15s. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean. Also, they get thrown in prison the same day. Well, they were trying to kidnap a famous person, and they but, did run into a cop car with a stolen cop car. I suppose that yeah, they did do that. They kind of like, got to five stars pretty quick. Still, a trial usually takes longer than a couple hours. Yeah, but children aren't here to watch a trial; they're here to see two funny men in orange <laughs> jumpsuits. I'm sorry, I've watched the okay. Phoenix Wright movie. I disagree. Okay, what you got me there. Hey, in the Phoenix Wright movie, it does take at least three days. God, you have three true. days to defend yourself. Anyhow, yeah, I guess this is the part where we should say Wataru goes to the past to stop the guy from finding the ruins, which is how he is in the past and gets arrested there. Yeah, it's so weird.
0: Like, because he he just, like, is talking to Kavat. It's like, you know, if only we could go back to the past. And then Kavat's like, you can't do that. And Jiro's
1: like... Actually, <laughs> I love that he knows that for no reason. Yeah, and well, Wataru will also be surprised when they introduce this concept later in the show, introducing one more continuity. Right.
0: Yeah, that's part of why it's non-canon.
1: Did Did you get? Uh, I didn't hear you mention that the common writer Ray is also like kind of ice themed in a weird way. Kind. Admit, it, yeah, it, he does but, frost people.
0: But like when yeah, it was he, like doing like the snow effect, it just looked like. It kind of just looked like moth-like dust or something.
1: Right. Well, he does turn into a snowflake when he, uh, when he is transforming. Oh, I thought that was supposed to be diamonds or glass or something. That would make sense. That's probably a snowflake. Yeah, it's a weird hex. I thought it was just like stained glass window, but you're right. That's totally a snowflake. It's a pretty cool visual. I wish the common Rider was cooler or dead more. So, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, that sounds right. The The past segment is probably where we would describe as Act 2 of the film. I really like Act 2 of this film because it's so incredibly goofy. Yeah, it is super weird. Th- they start to bring up around this point that, like, the past is that, um... Okay, I was a little unclear on something. Mm-hmm. They said that... The present of the show takes place in 2008, and they tra- travel 22 years back in the past to... Um, 86, yeah. To, like, to 86, yeah. I, I know how numbers work, thank you. <laughs> Do you, though? <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay, hold on. That means that Wataru is 21 or 22 years old. That's older than he was in the show. I mean, they didn't sure. say he's that old. He's clearly still high school age, right? But um, like so, Atoya
0: uh, dies in that year, though.
1: Yeah, Atoya doesn't survive that year. Well,
0: actually. actually, that's untrue. It was unclear on how long that was before he died.
1: I'm pretty sure it's supposed to indicate that he didn't make it much further past the convoy. Uh, it's it's unsure. If we're supposed to assume that he, like, hung around, like, banging the queen for, like, two or three years as a ghost, then that Look, would be super weird to assume. N- Both in Common Rider and in the supernatural, a ghost can bang a vampire. This is canon. <laughs> I'm, you're not wrong. Remember when there was a character named Ghost who they literally have to kill every time he appears in something because otherwise he's powerless? I do. <sighs> Ghost is so mm, bad. Mm, mm. Anyhow, you yeah, Common Rider? Yeah, Common Rider Ghost. Oh, okay. He, uh, I didn't realize that they had to kill him. His yeah, power he, is dying. Yeah, he literally has to be <laughs> dead to have any powers. It's hilarious. <laughs> so So wait, it's a Persona 3 <laughs> situation. Well, <laughs> spoilers, at the end of his show, he saves his own life and gets to, like, live a life not being a ghost at 16. But every time they put him in a crossover, this means they have to kill him because otherwise he has no powers. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, from the start of the past, you instantly know this is going to be a little more comedic because, like, when Taru gets to the past, he's like, oh crap. That event at the prison is tonight, and he whips out his phone, and he just looks at it for a second and goes, Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Cell phones don't exist. Yeah, there's no service. Uh, To the point that he will actually give his cell phone and a future 2,000 yen bill to his father to go, No, I'm from the future. (laughs) And it's like, what? This toy and this cheap money? Sure. (laughs) Yeah, he assumes it's like Monopoly money or something. We would never make a bill this lame. Uh, also great is after, Atoya run or Wataru runs off with the violinist trying to stop her from going to the concert. Wataru has to explain how the person he was watching got kidnapped. Is just oh she got kidnapped probably by a fan guyer, because that's just what he thinks Wataru is. I mean, he's it's not the delivery wrong. that makes that line. I love it. But
0: he's not wrong. Wataru is half Fangire. Yeah. In theory.
1: Uh. Anyhow, there's a police chase. Both of our dipshits get put into prison. And before Wataru can guarantee stopping Sugimura during a prison riot slash hostage situation slash Fangire horse comp, uh, he gets yanked back to the present. And this is what convinces Atoya. Oh, Right. He must be my son now because he vanished in front of my eyes.
0: <laughs> didn't he, like... No, he didn't turn into Kiva yet.
1: Yeah, he didn't Kiva transform. People who disappear in front of him are just always his son. He assumes anyone who disappears is his son. To be fair, if I had someone tell me they were my son and then vanish immediately, I would go, hmm. Right, it's not an <laughs> illogical assumption. Granted... I also feel like if anyone tells me they are my son, I'm going to have about five other questions for other reasons. <laughs> so, in the present, uh, we end up in a light novel called My Teacher is a Fan Guy or Mummy Slave, but it turns out they didn't actually stop the guy.
0: Okay, so... For a second, I thought, I thought this movie was going to go places, and I thought just, like, Wataru fucked up the past so much that in this new present... The, that everyone that, had been, yeah, like, turned into a Legendora. I also Legendora. thought the same
1: thing. I, I, I had the same assumption for a few minutes there, Garrett. And that would be but, much more interesting. Yeah. Exactly why they didn't do it. Right. Nope. Same status quo. Nothing really that unusual. Uh, so, yeah. Back in the past, uh, the Horse fan Fangire throws Iksa into a wall and it shatters it, which allows Sugimura to walk through it and find a coffin. Yep. And it turns out they did not change anything about the past. But, well, yeah, because he he, like, got halfway into a situation and was like, oh, guess I fixed that now, and then decided to go back to the future, making the entire sequence of him going to the past utterly pointless. Well, until it allows them to come to the future. Well, right, but, I mean, they could have done that anyway, right? Well, they wouldn't have known. I mean, I guess I guess Kavat had to go back through the door. Well, d- does he have total mastery over time? What the fuck is going on? Let's not think about that too hard, because if you thought Zeo was bad about these rules, let's talk K'iva. <laughs> I'd rather not. Also, Man, yeah, I, it hadn't even occurred to me that they play faster and looser with time travel than fucking Zeo did. That's like Zio's primary defining feature. Also, directly after this is my favorite gag in the movie, where they show the old Toei logo, and then Atoya gets out of prison in a super film grain hammy acting dialogue with the guard like it's the start of a Yakuza movie. I love it. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's adorable. Yeah, that's the whole thing. You be on the straight and narrow now, Atoya. Thank you, you were the only one who showed me any kindness during my stay. It's
0: just, it's so... <laughs> yeah, and it was, like, portrayed to be, like, uh, owner's, like, uh, vision of what happened.
1: Yeah. And
0: so it's like, no, yeah, no, and then no, we no. cut That's back not how to... how it worked.
1: Then we cut back to owner, he's like, what? No, I'm a good guy. What are you talking about? And he's like, get out of here, delinquent. <laughs> And so, yeah, this whole thing becomes hijinks for a while, because now the past cast are brought into the future, and... There's this kind of weird sequence where, like, apparently, where... One of the reasons why we assumed that the future was totally different now, the moon now has a giant snowflake eye in it that opens and turns people into zombies occasionally, but only, like, a couple people, and only around Wataru. Yeah, it's only sometimes... It'll do about ten at a time, and then we'll see some chaos in the city, and usually our heroes will get caught up in it, and that will get us to the next event. Right. So, there's a bit- But apparently that isn't that isn't because of something that happened in the past. It's just always been like that. Yeah, that was just what we were on course to do. It's great.
0: Yeah. It, it's like in Magic, just like Ember cools in the moon, and like that's you just live with that now. Huh.
1: Muhammad is hiding in the moon, and there are coils, and be careful with that. Mm, that was a 14-rate joke. Yes, I can make jokes about that. Anyhow, like I said, this is the part where I have fun, because this is just all gags until the next fight scene.
0: I, 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 I like, with the atoyo uh, Wataru stuff, I totally get that, but, like, man... The ladies get shafted this movie. (laughs) Megumi
1: and Yuri seem like they should have a lot more drama going on in here. So, like, her mom being dead is, like, one of Megumi's primary motivators. Well, it's interesting because her mother's response to, Hey, I'm your daughter is, stop, stop, tell me nothing more. No, I don't want to hear this. Oh my god. She's not saying anything about, you know when did I have you, who's your She literally wants to know as little as possible because she thinks that way she's just going to be thinking of the future all the time when she gets sent back. That's reasonable. Yes. Well, Yuri is the more responsible one.
0: I mean, it's reasonable. It's more just like Mokumi gets the short end of the stick.
1: Well, we can talk about that in Act 3.
0: Yeah, we can. Um, Mokumi's just treated so bad this whole film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and the show, so I guess They get a cool scene at the end But yeah, it's just Mm. like the show It's too little too late They get a cool scene at the end that is undercut dramatically (laughs) And then they undercut it Yeah, immediately after Like I say If the whole film had the tone Of Act 2 I would be way more positive on this But it's just one good part Sandwiched between two crap Cookies and a bad Oreo I can see that I, I also like the bit when, uh, Atoya's walking with Wataru, and, um, he's like, w- what, what the hell is that? And Wataru's oh, like, oh, yes. That's low, th- that's low rise G's, jeans and a G string. Yeah, he's just looking at a random girl's ass. He's like, people dress like that now? The future! Atoya's the future! Like, the future kicks ass! Atoya loves the future so
0: much. Also, Oh yeah, also there's, like, Wataru cross-dressing just in this...
1: Yeah, um, yeah, there's also this kind of vaguely, like, transphobic bit about Wataru cross-dressing in here. It's kind of uncomfortable and weird. Um, I think the most that anyone comments on it is Ray just gets a little shitty about, oh, you're like that, and that's it. Yeah, it- it's not as bad as it could be, but, you know, I'm sure people are tired of hearing that. Atoya... <laughs> dresses uh, Wataru up as a lady, heavy skirts, like, accessories, and all to the nines, because all the zombies are looking for Kiva, and they know who he is. So he's like, no one will recognize you like this. And it works. They can go around the town. Uh, I actually think it's a cute outfit, too. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they should do the hair different, but other than that, it's a good outfit on Wataru.
0: Yeah, the hair was, was the weak part of it. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like how Atoya is like actually just like kind of competent under like this facade of being this goof.
1: That was always one of the more fun aspects of the show. Yeah, like I say, you don't get to see the interplay like this in the regular series. That's why this is so much fun to me. Yeah, oh, but... they use that weird masher phrasing again. That I there was. Uh, I think Megumi calls Nagoya, that once in the show, and they use it in in the movie again, kind of in a context that implies that it means like a womanizer or something. So, eh. yeah, it might be some slang that's just not translated well or that we're not recognizing. Yeah, maybe masher was only like a thing for a couple of years there. I'll go look in Yakuza Zero; it'll help me. <laughs> So yeah, uh, we get to the point where Ray's human form finds them. He's like, oh, you're the you're the legend. Oh, you're just kind of a weird lech." And this yeah, is because
0: where then the... Atoya gets to hit on the Medusa lady in her disguise.
1: Yeah, yeah, because she's eating a huge plate of food, like we've seen the Fingergers do a lot. Yeah, a huge table of food, not just one plate. You know who else
0: we've also seen do that? Baguemy and
1: Goku. Uh, yeah, and um. Uh the, the wonderful Al guy when he was a finger that one time. Oh, yeah. Shima. Shima, yeah. Shima. So, yeah. Uh, Ray comes out. The Legendora Snake Lady comes out. There's a fight. This is where the other two who are not the mummy and the snake get ganked. And yeah. it's the big second act fight scene. Is there anything yeah. you really want to call out in this fight scene?
0: Yeah, there's What's this the bike we never see again.
1: Weird power. Oh yeah, the bike. <laughs> the bike that's chasing down the plant guy. There's... Yeah, we, we mentioned that earlier, but yeah. And then I think
0: I think this is the first instance of activating the Ixa finisher using the fusel.
1: I'd have to check, but yeah. Either um, way, those, it's those it's those a, a change only of pace. Two comments on it. Uh the monster guys show up for to join in on the big crowd fight sequence for a little bit, so that's fun. It's like the only time they've been in a scene, and also Wataru swaps them in them out of their weapon forms a couple times.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was all done like off screen though.
1: Yeah, they they, they don't transform on screen, so.
0: Yeah, it was pretty good. But it was a shame right? that they didn't use the triform.
1: I was wondering if they were gonna use Kiva Trinity, but no. The fight scenes in this are very nice, but it's also very hard to comment on them because they are just higher-budget effect scenes. Yeah, yeah, they look pretty much just like the fight scenes in Kiva, but slightly nicer. Until that last one. <laughs> Act 3 There's is like, a mess. One of the Legendoras is, like, a pea pot or something? I don't know. He, he's, like, he is a vegetable of some sort and at one point he turn he creates a tunnel made of roots during this fight sequence and then starts swinging down the tunnel like spider-man oh yeah uh <laughs> Plank guy he's a mandrake yeah. oh okay and... okay that makes sense and that's when the new super motorcycle that has never showed up before <laughs> like races down the root tunnel and like kills him yeah, it pulls a by wipeout spinning out and around real fast him. <laughs> it's pretty wild Uh, i'm having a hard time conveying how out of left field that's that feels it's just totally different that's got us sell the toys that whole sequence is the weirdest cgi because nothing in it save the suit actor is actually existing in the (laughs) real world and then the guy explodes Right, well, it's against the backdrop of this parking garage, but, like, the physical space that the root tunnel takes up doesn't really look like it makes visual sense relative to the parking garage. It's so bad. (laughs) Yeah. It's, It's not great. And. It's certainly unique, though. The end result of this scene is that, again, only the two Legendoras survive. Ray reveals that he is a villain. Uh, After this is the scene where we discover, ah, he's pledged himself to the mummy, and they kidnap both of the ladies. Oh, fuck that part. Yeah, he turns the ladies into, like, sexy suitcases.
0: Fucking immediately, too. God, it's so bad.
1: Yeah, he walks in, chumps everyone, and grabs the girls and jets. And the uh, the two guys are just like, Wait, you're you're evil? You dick! And collapse. So then there's Act 3. Yeah, First Shima explains that extremely stupid thing about the Common Rider Rayform couldn't actually be used by anybody. We made a suit that kills everyone! At least Ixa could be wielded temporarily! So I mean, like... Okay, I think we didn't bring this up earlier. Also, the violin girl works at Maid More now. Oh yeah, she's just there uh, because... Yeah. Why not? And Atoya's she's like... She's gotta be in two more scenes in the movie before the end. Oh, even better. This is the revelation. And this is where all the female plots start falling the fuck apart. Uh, her name is the name of the violinist they were trying to protect in the past who actually used a stage name for performances. So that's how we know she's her daughter, and that's why she hates violins, because her mom was always playing them. Yeah, her mom would play the violin to make people feel better instead of spending time with her, so she resents violins. <laughs> this is so dumb.
0: I just want to talk about how this other organization made made a cavat.
1: Right, um, I really wish we'd gotten some more detail on what the hell Kavat is, and where his species comes from, or whatever.
0: I just want to know how they made Robot Kavat.
1: Well, I mean, we already had Sagat. And
0: but that was like Fangire Robot Kavat.
1: That's right. different. They made one of these, and gave it Norio Wakamoto's voice, and then it yeah. talks three times! And one of the things it says is, Go to hell! <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the go to hell line is extremely good. Doesn't
0: it? And then, like, doesn't like its its like face thing break off to show like the innard part?
1: Yes. Yeah, uh, I also think giving technology Norio Wakamoto's voice might also just be a thing in Japan because I know that for when everyone used uh, dedicated GPS systems, Norio Wakamoto as a voice pack was a popular download for those. I mean, I would listen to him tell me when to drive my car into a lake. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so anyway, back in Meta um Atoya is like, You don't hate violins, and he starts playing the violin and he like psychically manifests this girl's mom. So now she doesn't hate violins anymore. <laughs> and again, this is one of those things where I would have to rewatch this, but in theory, you could just get the actress to come in. But she looks weirdly green-screened in this part because yeah, she's like uh, covered in bloom light, yeah. or Something like we couldn't actually have her stand in the room to film this scene, so we just had her do the violin earlier and shoved it in twice. Hey,
0: Fletch, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Okay. So we we know that Nor Nor Wakamoto did the voice of Art Kavat in this movie. But do you know he was also the Splash Driver, Crocodile Full Bottle, Cross Z Magma Knuckle, and the Cross Z dragon in build? Who also has a
1: Toya? Uh, okay. I thought that the I thought that the Cross Z dragon was cool when we heard it transform in uh Zio that one time. Yeah, I'm down. I'm not surprised he's been the voice of a few things in here. I just think it's really funny that they hired him. I just think it's him. funny the
0: two things that he's in is the two things that Atoya is also
1: in. They Maybe there's a connection there. They could know each other, I suppose. That's not impossible. Also, I just realized we skipped over the dumbest, most puerile gag in the film in Act 2, which means I'm going to go back because we're talking about Kivats, where father and son are having a weird bath scene together... And at one point, Atoya stands up, and Kivat has to rush onto screen to cover his ass crack. And he's going, defense, 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 sit down already! (laughs) (laughs) So weird. But not a joke they could do on television, I don't think.
0: Really? I I feel like they could.
1: I don't know if you can straight up just have man-ass in the middle of a children's show.
0: But isn't that just, like, the premise of shin Chan?
1: That's a cartoon, though. I... Mm... Yeah, in Dragon Ball, they do draw, like, Gohan's dick a lot, but, um... Okay, fair. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's an entirely different set of standards. I just found that whole gag incredibly funny because it's one of the most weirdly meta things in the film. Yeah, it is like a weird fourth wall breaking moment. Yeah, but like I feel like Kavat was always like that in the house. I guess. Yeah, that's true. After they leave the cafe together, there's like this uh, scene where Wataru and Atoy are like walking down the road and talking to each other. It's like kind of a cute scene, but not really that notable. Other than I like that it's uh it's handheld camera shots. So that it feels like you're walking with them. It's a good use of film language for that. Uh, It's not that special otherwise, but I thought that was cute. And this is where Wataru sucker punches his father and goes, Yeah, I'm going to save the ladies. (laughs) Right. So meanwhile... Gotta go get those sexy suitcases back. We cut to the women who are tied to each other inside a castle. (sighs) Ugh. And this is the first of their conversations, Kiva where they,
0: sexist.
1: where they talk about how they hate their mothers and feel inferior to the other people who use Iksa, and since we covered the scene in between where Wataru punches his dad out, uh, right after this is where they start talking about their weight while they're trying to break out. Oh yeah, there's the weight joke. I remember right. that. Yep. That's a little weird. I mean, I guess it is actually kind of relevant in the situation because they're trying to figure out how much force they can apply to this door but it's
0: uh, i think it was like a weird like yuri
1: being cutesy thing and i'm just like what what why but literally all it's... the dialogue for the rest of the scene is you're full of shit <laughs> yeah like yuri lies about her weight being less than what it is and megumi gives her shit about it and she gives her like a cute smile I thought that was kind of nice, just to show them having like a cute relationship like that. But but this is five <sighs> minutes That's after they talk about how they feel inferior to every person with their job. And they just yeah, need to fake being strong. And it weird, undercuts yeah. the whole thing about fake being strong until you're strong with, Yeah, but I can't tell you how much I weigh. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, anyhow, this is where all the riders are showing up in the throne room and kiva wataru gets turned into a legend orgy and then he gets saved by the power of dad hugs yeah yeah he, he turns into his flight form but he's evil yep yeah uh i do actually like how his dad like offers him a hug and then turns him good again i just that's... found it really funny that they animated a bird hugging with wings <laughs> Right, right, because he has to put his big, giant, weird CG plastic bat wings around his dad, and then they gradually kind of turn into humans.
0: But the power of friendship is an important theme.
1: Also, at this point, both of the ladies have busted out and have turned into Ixa and been fighting mooks. And after this is when they both give up Ixa to their male counterparts and say, oh, so you bad. finish it. It's so lame, because, like, they, they get a cool scene where they rush in, the guys are getting their asses kicked, and they, like, both turn into Ixa. It's like a side-by-side transform thing. And then they, they look cool for a minute. Like the tr- I,
0: I feel like it goes downhill as soon as they get into the fight.
1: Well, the, they both win. Like, they beat their guy. Yeah. But uh, th- they're, they're winning, like, two-on-four originally, but then when it gets down to one-on-one, on one, they start getting their asses yeah. kicked. These two murder... The lesser guys, the snake and the mummy. Yeah. Uh And then they hand over Ixa to their male counterparts to fight the riders. Because that's a thing only a man can do. (sighs) I mean, I I would be more mad at this, but this is literally the third fucking time they've undercut a great moment in Kiva by doing this. I know, (laughs) I'm just calling it, this third act is all the problems of Kiva in turbo mode. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, the best moment of Act 3, hands down, is yeah, when the belt screams, Go to Hell, as a finisher for a kick. <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> I was dying. The, the, I totally didn't see that one coming, so yeah. I, it straight up is a Bart Simpson, Go to Hell, Go to Hell. Sh- shut up. Shut up, shut up. Kiss my butt. Shut up, Go to Hell, Go to Hell. Um. Okay, so yeah, after after the, the ladies have taken the Legendoras off to fight in another room, and uh, Watara's dad has hugged him back into being nice, the murderer guy, oh, I did look this up a while ago, mm-hmm. that arc of Baki came out, like, in 2000, 2001, so yeah, I'm pretty sure this is based on that. Alright. Um, but yeah, then he actually transforms into his extremely goofy-looking writer form. <sighs> The the CG isn't good for it. I simply wrote down the last five minutes of this fight are a rejected cutscene from Castlevania: Curse of Darkness. You're not wrong. <laughs> I I like how his uh, his version of Ke- Kavat also is like has extremely droopy eyes, so it looks very sad all the time. We should also probably mention because it happens and is never touched on again. This guy literally yanks the moon down into the sky over Tokyo for this entire fight.
0: Yeah, he, like, uses it to get its power or something. Yeah, he grabs the eyeball yeah.
1: off of the moon and then powers up with it. Yeah, he fuses with the Legendora and the moon or something like that. Give me the it's last of my race's strength, is what he says. So technically, yeah, by everybody else is him, dead, it's all over. And that's why we never see them again, until we do. <laughs> until they're in another movie, apparently. Yeah. And you know, this goes down exactly how you expect it to. Um, uh, I don't think. Also, the uh, the guy who's like double when when the murderer dude turns into uh, a bigger common writer, and he's double height. I'm pretty sure a couple of these shots aren't green screen. I think they're just extremely classic style Toho. He stands closer to the camera shots. Oh, it's a weird composite. Yeah. Because especially when both of the boys are running across the field of explosions, that's some real uh, perspective. Right. The the part of me that loves old Godzilla movies is like, well, that's a cute reference. I got no problem with that. (laughs) That is not the biggest problem with this final act. I actually think the super tall rider is a thing that I'm shocked it's not used more. It's it like it's a, it's a neat effect, but it's super silly. It's right, super right. silly, but it looks better than all of the CGI PlayStation cutscene. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised they don't just create, like, miniature sets to have, like, slightly taller, or, like, have the writer guys be a little bigger and then fight on miniature sets more often. So that's Sentai. department. I mean, yeah, they do that in Super Sentai. Why don't they ever do it in writer stuff? I feel like that's, like, Ultraman. That's also Ultraman's department, but Ultraman... Ultraman has one of the most famous special effects companies in Japan behind it. That's true. Also, like, Zet is real good so far. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Is that the new Ultraman yeah. show? Yep, Is the it... one that's broadcasting that you... worldwide.
0: Yeah, you can just watch it on YouTube, subbed.
1: That's cool. Uh, you will not be able to see episode one anymore, though. It's already cycled out. Oh, they, they cycle out? Two two weeks. Okay. So, uh, if you haven't, hop on two before Friday. Yeah. yeah also, just, I, I need love... to watch the third episode. I want to see Beta Smash. I love that the robot is apparently selling out all over because people love that robot.
0: Oh my god, the robot's so good! I like yeah. how it gets angry, guys, when it activates.
1: Yep. <laughs> there's a there's an adorable robot. I guess there are straight up just soft toys of it, and it is completely zeroed out across the board. Every one soul.
0: I'm not surprised. Oh, man. I need to see if I can get Chris an image of the robot.
1: Yes! Yeah, find me one. Um, but yeah, the, like... I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe how weird the double height writer is. It's just the, the scale of the show is usually like they don't have the scale of power translate to slightly bigger than people scale. It's either it's either on people scale or significantly larger than people scale. It's not just like people scale times two. Yeah, it's like That's, if we put Andre the weird... Giant in a rider suit and had him run up and hug people. <laughs> There's this cool scene where he smashes a rock down on Kiva, and after Kiva has attaches Tatsalot to his arm, and he, like, breaks out of the, the rock while throwing his cape behind him as oh, he turns into zipper form. Yeah, do you know who, form.
0: who else also gets
1: shafted this film? Tatsalot. <laughs> yeah, he, I was like, wait, does does he not have Tatsalot? But then he comes in in the last episode.
0: Yeah, I don't think he existed in the show. Well, he would have existed when the movie aired,
1: but... Oh my god, this thing's adorable. Yeah. Sevenger, thank you. I didn't have a name. Uh, also, Emperor Kiva hangs upside down on the roof of the uh, In case cave you to didn't know, guy. Kiva was bat themed. Yeah. In case you might have forgotten, that bats <sighs> hang upside down. There's some bats hanging upside down in this episode, just so you remember. And the castle teams up with uh, Kiva to do a rider kick and commit genocide. <laughs> Technically true. Is it genocide if you kill one guy? If there's only one left! <laughs> it's the difference between committing and succeeding at genocide, but it's there. I suppose you do have a point there. But yeah, dur- during the big final fight, like we, we mentioned the bit where is um, in the Itza suit, and that's super weird. Yeah, he's and, he's uh, just got the head off, so you can tell who's in it. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's that's unusual, and he's also running away from explosions, and I'm like, wow, and usually they have the suit actors do that, but I'm apparently there was a story about it. So yeah, that's it's
0: actually the link above the cute robot.
1: Yes, I <laughs> noticed that, and I will add it to the notes. They uh, and during that sequence, they have the lady who uh, doesn't hate violins anymore. She's standing in her destroyed classroom and playing violin. Oh it's yeah, she's just playing for no reason <laughs> during all of this, just because. What is Kiva without violins? It'll make it cooler that way. And okay, yeah. So after that is when when uh, the the double height common writer brings the moon down. And he attaches this giant crystalline eye thing to his body, and it turns into, like, evil Doc Ock arms. And this just turns into CGI, the helicopter sequence from Golgo 13 Professional for a while. It cannot be stated how bad this CG is, and it goes on for three to five minutes. It's It's slightly better than Beast Wars... But not, like, a lot better than Beast Wars. If they stayed in the sky, I think it would have had a much better thing, but they're bobbing and weaving between buildings in Tokyo, which are also fake. Uh, Yeah, Castle, uh, at one point, like, uh, Kiva's getting beat up, and then, like, some fireballs shoot out of a building, and Castle Doran just breaks out of the building, so that's... Into, like, that this is possibly the most collateral damage in all of Kiva <laughs> it was definitely like it's, just, does anyone want to like call the National Guard or something like the Legendora have definitely killed some people with their zombies <laughs> but yeah the, there's Doran and Emperor Kiva combine into a giant Emperor Kiva so and then yeah that's the end of the show the, the movie And then we have a four-person violin concert, which stops in the middle so the past people can be sent home. Yeah, yeah, there is actually a denouement on this, unlike the show, where they just, they beat the last guy and the show is over five minutes later. And everyone plays, uh, violin. Literally the whole reason we had the school arc was so we could have people play violin at a talent show. (laughs) <laughs> right. super weird uh, and yeah well it, it, at, it, at first we see Atoya and Wataru playing and I'm like hold on a fucking second they had that whole arc with the lady learning to like playing violin again she isn't gonna play violin what the hell was the point of all that but then Atoya disappears and I do actually have that happen it's just for a minute I thought that that was literally entirely pointless however
0: Wait, it's only a three person violin
1: show yeah you're right I had to think about that for a minute. (laughs) You're right. I did the math wrong, because yeah. Because it's Wataru playing again. But just as one last knife in the wound, when they start playing with Wataru and New Girl, we cut away after about 20 seconds of their performance to the metal theme over the credits. She doesn't really get to do a whole song. Yeah, she doesn't get to do a whole song like Wataru did. And uh, the ending song is pretty cool, though. <laughs> I mean, I kind of liked it. Yeah, it's probably going to be what I opened this with. My favorite sponsor in the credits, by the way, which I noticed as I watched this movie twice on July 4th, I Freedom Knives. That. Freedom Knives. Freedom Knives. That was the Kiva movie. Yep, that is it. And uh except for the sequel to this... That is all of the Kiva. Yeah. If if you guys would like to watch that, tell me, I'll schedule a thing. I think that will be a much smaller thing. Maybe we'll throw that in the pile as a filler sometime, but
0: I mean, I'll watch it, but there's actually no but I'll just watch it. And we talked about this for way longer than it deserved.
1: We only Yeah, that's we only really did an hour after editing. That's yeah, we, we did a fair amount of uh we, we digressed it. I'm going to leave the digressions, because otherwise there's no yeah. sense of levity. Otherwise we're just talking about Common Writer Kiva, and who wants to hear that? I don't know, like, it's not, like,
0: actively bad, except when it's us. but Kiva just does that. Right. I don't know, it, I think it's just, like, it slots in, in, like, the middle arc of Kiva, where Kiva's kind of at its low point.
1: Yeah, uh, can't recommend it, honestly. It's not amazing. It's definitely not the peak of Kiva, like some of the movies are for other series. That's true. We haven't gotten to any of these where the movie is, the, like, the best part of the show yet, so I'm interested when I hit one of those. That's only because you didn't watch Zeo. Well, the Zeo movie,
0: we watched the Zeo movie. We watched one of the Zeo movies. Yeah, the oh, last okay. one
1: is easily the best thing in Zeo.
0: So that's the one where Gates gets Gates' Majesty?
1: Yeah which is Emperor Kiva but with ride watches and where watches everyone and gets to transform and do a team up rather than just being like sidelined. And people Oh have yeah, arcs. Tsukiyomi
0: gets some better stuff in there, right?
1: Yeah. It's it's pretty good. Like it's just hey, we have these characters who have some fun to them. What if we put them in a one-shot that works? I like it. Is it the Tsukiyomi and Gates from the original universe or the post-reboot, post reboot? Gates is the uh, only one with memories of the original universe and was. Wait. Oh. Not even Sogo? No, Sogo's new to this. Uh, he and Tsukiyomi transform in it for the first time and they're like, whoa, sick. And then they. Oh, that's d- kind of wild. Yeah. But it's Gates's universe. Yeah. Uh, I would say that's the peak of Zeo. Well, we'll have to check it out sometime. Yeah, so throw do, that on. a. I love me some Zio still. If we want to schedule that sometime, I'll gladly watch that with you. Or get Evan in. Yeah. Yeah, Evan might actually like watching one or two of these movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh, he was right about the Kiva one. It was
1: more Kiva. He was incredibly correct, and we all made a damn mistake. <laughs> I don't I even mean, know if I know, it was a mistake. I'm not mad that I watched the Kiba movie. I'm mad like, I watched it twice. I'm,
0: i uh, yeah. I don't know why you
1: watched it twice. You shouldn't have done that. I compared director's <laughs> cut to non-director's cut. Oh, okay. Uh, there was a director's cut. That explains a couple things. Like that scene you mentioned about, um, about uh, Megumi and Yuri having some dialogue about them feeling, uh, like inadequate compared to the other guys. That wasn't in the version I watched. Got it. Uh, so, I uh, I did not realize that, that, that there was a director's cut to this one. Yeah, uh, it turns out it only added worse things in the name of development.
2: <laughs>
1: Just like Batman versus... <laughs> that was... I watched Aquaman the other night, it's still good. Aquaman is a good-ass movie, yeah. despite everything. I
0: haven't seen it yet. I, I, I've been told I, I'd like it. I think Chris is the one that told me that, actually. Um,
1: I mean, it's visually of, beautiful. And it has it the, the closest thing tone. to an American Tokusatsu movie. Like, it has a similar tone to Godzilla King of the Monsters, I guess. In that it's just like balls to the wall, throw everything at the fan, see what sticks, just do everything, and, man. and like go wild with it.
0: That's not the best comparison, because like, I think King of the Monsters is kind of just alright. I didn't like it either. I will also
1: say uh, Aquaman is better to its female cast than all of Kiva, because the women hold their own the whole film. That's not hard, Fletch. The women hold their own the whole film. Okay, hold on, hold on. I feel like we need to do a King of the Monsters thing now. Did you guys see that first Gareth Edwards Godzilla movie? Yeah. That one fucking sucks ass. King of the Monsters is a goddamn King of the Monsters (gasps) is a step up. But King of the Monsters is also a movie about divorce that has kaiju. And Marriage Story right. came out that same year, so why would I watch King of the Monsters? Why? wait? And what um, else came out I that same year? S- marriage Story. I didn't see Marriage no. Story. <laughs> and I didn't. Isn't that that one where Adam Driver yells and punches a wall? Yeah. I think that was the only thing I heard. Yeah, it's that a very good, very harrowing movie about uh, marriage and dissolution. Okay, well, I'll believe you on that one. The King of the Monsters is still good. Anyone listening, don't listen to them. That's a good movie.
0: I, I think it's just okay. Like, I don't... Like, people... I, I'm totally cool with people enjoying it. it
1: yeah, doesn't... I'm not saying don't enjoy it. I'm just saying that it goes wildly outside of what I would consider to be good Godzilla, because I have this big fucking Criterion collection set over here of good Godzilla.
0: Look, I I think I've just been spoiled by Shin Godzilla at
1: this point. That's also the best Godzilla of the past decade. Okay, yeah, Shin Godzilla is unfair to compare to. Like, I it, mm, I mean, it
0: could be, but I mean, like, it was the previous Godzilla movie.
1: If you slide in King of the Monsters next to the rest of the Heisei era films, it holds up pretty well. No. Yes. No. Okay, final Final Wars alone blows both American ones out of the water. Oh, uh, well, there are three American ones. But, f- okay, Final okay, Wars the, is like. Yeah, that's true. There were three Heisei American. All right. <sighs> okay, I like Final Wars a lot. That is a fun movie. It is also, like, as a film, possibly the worst Heisei movie. <laughs> oh, it doesn't no. make any sense. No, it's and, definitely like, the not plot The plot is all over Heisei the place. Movie. It has no characterization. And, like, okay, I love it. But, like,. It's not a great movie. I would definitely not say worst. I could see it's not the top. I'm definitely not saying worst. Oh, okay, well, I haven't seen Megagiris or... I think there's one or two others. Or seen. those fucking Netflix three. Ugh. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot about those. Those are I- <laughs> bad. Wait, you're talking about the anime trilogy? Yes. <gasps> I don't think that's uh, I fair. Only, I only watched the first one. And the only thing you need to know is there's a secret Godzilla under the Godzilla. Fuck okay, you, Chris. The to Meg know is, is a good Gen movie. Urabuchi. <laughs> it's a secret Godzilla under the Godzilla. The,
0: the Meg is a good movie.
1: Yeah, the Meg is actually fun. It's based you know on a dumb novel.
0: The Meg is better than King of Monsters.
1: Yes. Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm back in my boy here. Holy crap! Uh. I mean, I like Vinnie Jones and all, but... um, The kaiju at the end of Aquaman is better than King of the Monsters. Y'all are are wild. A fucking magic card crawls out of the Marianas Trench. Okay, well, uh, Aquaman is probably a better movie. It is a fun movie. Yes, this is true. (laughs)
0: Like, I don't... don't, And, like, two... To reiterate, I don't think King of Monsters is bad. I just didn't enjoy it as much as these other films.
1: I don't like either of those legendary ones, which is really upsetting because I loved Kong Skull Island. I need to watch Kong still. Oh my god, it's so, it's exactly what I wanted out of an American kaiju movie. So, I, I think... I think King of the I Monsters Kong was Kong Kong. just too
0: blockbuster-y.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Kong Skull Island got to be a smaller thing... Where clearly the director and crew had control over it, not in service of a larger plot. I, okay, I'm not disagreeing that it's a blockbustery, but like, that's, like, that's what they set out to do. Like, have you watched Destroy All Monsters recently? Yeah. Like, that is, it is extremely like that movie. Oh, it is. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying that I think one succeeded. And it probably helps that one of them did not go to the world-ending scale of the other.
0: I don't know. Wait, I just think King, King of the Monsters, like, I, it just doesn't hit with me
1: how it hits with people that really like it. I just think it's a really fun movie. And all I'm saying is, instead of watching Common Rider Kiva, King of the Demon Castle, you should watch Kong Skull Island. We're all gonna die here. We shouldn't have come here. I probably should watch Kong Skull Island. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, really
0: watch any of those movies over over this Kiva movie.
1: Or just watch the first Pacific Rim again. Pacific Rim's real good. Oh my god, if you want cool. If you want to hear me angry, I, ask me about Pacific Rim 2. I never watched Uprising either, despite like loving the first one. It's movie. fine. Oh. Hey, remember how there were two really it's good actors in the fine. first one? In um, Charlie Day yeah. and Ron Perlman hamming it up. It's fine. What if one of them also does a bunch of fun stuff in that? What if one of them was now suddenly the fucking secret leader and a puppet of the villains on the other side of the portal and made a police state? Well, that's. Weird. And it's Charlie Day. Interesting. It's bad. <laughs> it's fine. Oof. Also, they throw out the whole kaiju scale from the first film. It's a category 13! Yeah. Oh, well, that's... I mean, it worked so well in the first one. Why anyway, the first movie's a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, you can't go wrong with El Toro. Um, I wasn't huge on Crimson Peak. Eh, not really my genre, but I certainly don't begrudge it. I said I wasn't huge on it. I wouldn't say it's crap. We oh, yes, so really a get out of on the <laughs> internet at You know what's a good movie? Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. Yes. That's an awesome movie.
0: Yeah, and uh, there, there's links where you can do things and outro stuff.
1: I'll cut in you from another week.
0: That, that's probably <laughs> fine. Or just leave yeah, this we should one. Probably stop this one's also now. fine. And I that- think
1: Rachel wants to, like, eat dinner and maybe talk at some point. So. Yeah, I think there's yeah. food waiting for me as well. <laughs> I ate beforehand. You were the smartest of us. Well, the, the, smartest, of the smartest. smartest of us was of I had a Evan. late lunch. <laughs> uh, so I'm good.
0: Next time we're back with something,
1: I don't know, maybe Ryuki? We should probably do Ryuki. I'll be up for some Ryuki. That's so do you guys D. know whether or not you're doing Dragon Knight or Ryuki? I actually was wondering if we should dip into Dragon. Knight the at thing all. is, like Dragon Knight's
0: kind of just like good enough where we could
1: just do that. I know that's why I didn't know if you'd decided.
0: Nah, I, I think we'll watch like some of Dragon Knight for like an April Fools, but I think we'll watch Ryuki proper.
1: All right. Like I uh, saw the other day, I uh oh the guy, one other thing I saw that the guy who did Atoya did uh, he also like uh did the. The dubbing for the main character uh, when they retranslated Dragon Knight back into Japanese—that's That's amazing. Also, Which I did not know had even happened. Also, like the
0: the dude who played the lead and Dragon Knight is a cool dude.
1: Nice. Okay, okay, we should probably stop recording now. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's probably good. I'm gonna click stop now.
1: I've just been an editing through podcaster. Forget this.